What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of The Week in Crime and Policing with Mayo and Meso. My name is Mark DeMayo. This is my partner in crime, Angel Masonette, and we are both retired NYPD detectives. Yes, sir. Um, I'm coming up on my 30th anniversary. Uh, well, I, I, oh, it's 10 years that I'm retired, June 30th. Same for me, brother. June oh, you only 30th. did 22? 22. 22 years, six months, and one day. Oh, so you were more than me. No, I'm saying that I'm I'm coming up on my 30th year. But oh, you had some other time? No, so am I. I came in the same class that you did. I know, but we I did I just did 20. So my 10th year anniversary is coming up on the th- that I've been retired. Lower your voice. I feel like you <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? Let's say hello to the people in the chat, man. I'm very, very excited. Uh first of all, before I start with the chat, I want to say everybody who wished me a happy birthday. Uh, well, before I even do that, happy Father's Day, Angel. Thank you. Same to you, brother. And to all the dads out there, happy Father's Day. Right. Um, it's also, I, I happen to get the, the, the double banger because, uh, well, now it's a triple with Juneteenth. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I uh, my, my birthday falls. Uh, it's funny because, you know, at the end of my marriage, I only used to get sex on the holidays. And then uh, I used to get gypped on Father's Day um, because Father's Day, my birthday, sometimes fell on the same day. So (laughs) now now you're missing three holiday sex. Yeah, yeah. That was the end of my marriage. Um, Yeah. uh, So uh, Milwaukee Civilian, he gave um, a $20 uh, super chat. I think that if I remember correctly, it's been a while. He said, sorry, I, I I will miss your lives. For the next two weeks, happy birthday, Mark. Will Angel get, be giving you a spanking? Um, Perhaps. No, no, he, he won't. <laughs> no, we haven't spoken about this. Yeah, I know, but I'm not letting you spank. You're too heavy-handed, man. Uh, yeah, that's true. I like a, a light touch. Look at the size of that mitt. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be. You don't even need a baseball glove. You don't need a catcher's mitt with that hand. Let's say hello. Let's say hello to everybody else. Ryan Investigative Group. What's up, Bill? He says, happy birthday, Mark. Thank you so much. Kim Alliston. Hi, Milwaukee Civilian. It was a good chat this afternoon on Sergeant Bill's podcast. Oh, all right, good. I'm happy that he was up this afternoon. Kathy Bates. Good evening, all. Hi, Kathy. Thank you for the the birthday wishes. Louisa Little Mermaid, 85. Hi, everyone. Um, Kim Alliston says, uh, happy birthday, Mark. Everybody's saying hi to each other. Raquel Pranzo. Hello, Hi, Raquel. Raquel. She's so sweet. Um, happy birthday, Mark. And she put a, a whole bunch of um, emojis Hello, there. Good choice of emojis. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a stickler with emojis. <laughs> um, let's see. Maui Swift, thank you for the birthday wishes. Coffee Girl says hello to everybody. Uh, Peter Pranzo's on the air from the Harlem hey. Raiders fame. Hey, Mark. Hey, Angel. And police off the cuff, fa- friends. Lorna McKenzie, happy birthday, Mark. Thank you, Lorna. Antonio? Uh, he says, uh, happy Father's Day, guys. Happy Father's Day, Antonio. Happy Father's Day again to all the fathers out there. Gina Dove, hello from... Uh, Williston, Florida. Eddie T. What's up, Eddie? Eddie T's in the house. Hi, Eddie T. I'm trying to figure out how to say Kalama. <laughs> Lorna McKenzie... <laughs> Say say that word, Janine Dove. Dove. Hello from Kalama, Washington, USA. Kalama. It's, it's all right, it, Kalama. Yeah. It's pronounced how it's uh, spelled, right? It's not Kamala. It's Kalama. You know, it's funny when you mention the Kamala because uh, I call her Kamala, Kamala Harris. Listen, and I'm not doing it in an inflammatory way. That's just the way. Uh, growing up in New York, I would have read it off the paper. She's the most powerful woman in the free world, next to my wife. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Robin. Yes. Go ahead. Robert. Rob- oh, wait. I'm going to take this one. Robin Buenadono. Buenadono. Robin Buenadono from Florida. How you doing, Robin Buenadono? How you doing? You know what Buenadono means? Buenadono, good day, right? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I, I was going to say uh, very good. Bueno it's, dono, not, so it's, it's not only bueno, it's bueno dono. Bueno dono. <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> Eddie T says, thumbs up, everyone. Um, Ruth Ann Griffin. Hi, Mark. Hi, Angel. Dawn Marie wishes me a happy birthday. Thank you, Dawn Marie. 
What else we got here? We're almost at the. Oh, it means good. Yeah. Buena dona. Everybody's giving you attention. I don't know. Uh, when's your birthday? September. I'm a Virgo. Oh. I'm a virgin. All right, good. So yours is coming up. You'll get your, you'll get your moment. Thanks. Hit that like button. Thanks, she says. Yeah, hit the like button. <laughs> so yeah, man. So it's my 55th birthday. Wow, 55, huh? Yeah, how you old are you? You don't look a day over 51. Yeah, well. Black yeah. don't crack. That's what they say. This is where it all started, right there. Oh wow! Look at that head of hair. Sheesh. You know, my mother used to cut my yeah, hair. Head of hair. My oh, mother, yeah. she loves this picture because she said she had to chase me around the living room to cut my hair. Look at, like, first of all, you already know me. Like, uh, look at my head is not that big. Like, my look at the top of my head, but look at it in this picture. Look at how high it goes. Well, it's because my mother, she never would cut the middle of my hair in here. She would just cut the front. I was just gonna say, put that back up. <laughs> She put a she put a pot on your head and she did your bangs according to the line on the pot. Look at how high I look like a Muppet. <laughs> That's how the Muppets hair used to be. Ozzy Bear. Oh my goodness. It's not a bad uh blazer though, right? Well, listen, I'm digging the turtleneck and the blazer look. I really do. Yeah, you yeah, are yeah, yeah. looking sharp, my friend. Looking sharp. And this is uh, my first Harley right there. Wow. Look at you. Who's who's the uh, blonde lady? I picked her up in the park. Holy moly. You did good, man. Yeah, she's she was by the swing set. I said, come over here. I got my Harley. She's cute. <laughs> I said, Ma. Yeah, let me tell you, sir, that's what I talk about, how, how pretty my mother was. and What a huge pain in the ass it was having a hot mom. Wow. That's Mama Dukes? Yeah. You know what people used to do? The dozens? Oh, man. Yeah. And snap on <laughs> each other's mother? Remember that? <laughs> Yeah. Yo, man, your mother's so fat when she sits around the whole house. No, when she sits around the house, she sits around the whole house. And then the other one was, uh, oh, your mother's so stupid, it takes her an hour to make minute rice. <laughs> and then when they got up to me, like when people would snap on my mother, they'd be like, yo, man, your mother's fine, bro. <laughs> yeah. Is she still with us, mama? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the funny thing is my friends still ask me about my mother. They were always, you know, because my mother was the hot mom in the neighborhood. So every time I see somebody I haven't seen in a while, they'll always be like, uh, so how's your mom? And I'm like, oh, she's doing good. She lives in Florida. And they're like, how's she looking? I'm like, she looks like she's 75 years old, bro. She's 75, man. She, she looks, you know, she reminds me of Angie Dickinson. Remember uh, Angie Dickinson, police woman? Remember that? Yeah, man. There was no, there was nothing worse than. Um, wow, she's beautiful. Yeah, how thank she, you. Listen, how did she make such an ugly kid? Yeah, you got to see my father. I was going to say, your dad must look like My father's girl. Dominican. I wish I would have put a picture of him, too. Uh, it all balances out when it comes to my father. No, my father was a handsome guy when he was younger. And this no, is me graduating from uh, West Point, uh, my not, military days. That's not West Point. Nah, that's uh, St. Patrick's Military Academy. Say. You see the corporal stripes there? I that's have right. I was busted. I was corporal scheduled to graduate as a sergeant. Oh, I threw, I busted I threw this... Yeah, I threw this kid down the laundry shaft. Wow. And, um, you know, we used to monitor the rooms in eighth grade. And this kid, uh, we used to have a thing. We had a laundry shaft. So we were on the third floor, and it was a solid stainless steel. So if you're wearing your pajamas, you could go so fast. Oh, forget Fly it. down there. And kids used, kids used to line up, like, because they wanted. And when you landed in the bottom, you would land in a big bag of laundry. It was a laundry <laughs> hamper, a huge one. So it was a safe fall, and kids used to line up, and I used to pick them up over my head, and I throw. Well, I know I used to put them down feet first, but this one kid, he came up to me, and he was like, "I want to go down head first. But really, okay. So then I picked them up over my head, and oh, I'm no. ready to throw them down, and all of a sudden the door opens, and it's the nun, Sister Demetria, oh, she and she's like, head. "What the hell are you doing?" She and I was like, "I put him down." And I was like, uh, "You know, you ain't got no excuse." So. The procedure used to be, if you were getting promoted, you used to bring your, your jacket down to um, the dining area, the cafeteria, right? And the, the uh, seamstress used to show, she used to sew your, your stripes on, your promotion. So the week before I brought my, my, my jacket down and they promoted me to sergeant, so I had sergeant stripes. And then the next week I got busted right before graduation. So if you notice, they didn't even have corporal stripes. She had to cut the bottom one out. Oh, so man. I graduated a corporal instead of a sergeant. So I had a quick story in, in regards to the uh, laundry shaft. You ready? Uh -huh. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so 
two, right before I went to JTTF in, I think, 2006, uh, we had a guy who was uh, having problems with his old lady. Uh, he lived on 178th Street. And um, <clears throat> he was threatening to kill himself. So they got into an argument, and he jumped into the um, trash chute. Now, you know, on every building, like in the, in the buildings and in, in the tenements in New York City and some of them, on every floor, they have like a trash chute where you could come drink, bring out the trash and put it down the trash chute and it goes down to the basement, right? Unbeknownst to this gentleman, every floor has a grinding machine. Ooh, man. Grind the garbage up to get wow. it and compact it down for the, for the landlord, for the super. So this poor guy jumps into the laundry chute or into the trash chute on the fifth floor. Oof. So, and he went missing. Right. So finally they found pieces of him in the trash. They found a, a, a whole eyeball made it through some teeth, but everything oh else was pretty, pretty uh, ground, ground up. Literally. Um, yeah, that's a bad story. I didn't even know that was a thing, to tell you the truth. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's like, um, what do they call that if you're, where you got that in your sink in the kitchen? I never yeah, had one. But... Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, it's probably like that, what yeah. it's doing. Wow, man, that poor guy, bro. Nikki Bella's Fuck. in the chat. Hi, Nikki. Hi, Nikki Bella. Hi, Nikki. Gina G joined us. Annabelle. Yeah, so um, thank you to everybody who wished me a happy birthday. Um, you know, Facebook, uh, with all its faults, it really did one thing right, and that was um, create this this birthday thing that you can reach out to somebody and wish them a happy birthday. And, um, you know, it, it it's like the one thing that you know you, you know you go through it you thank everybody whatever but it's it's one way of communicating or starting up a conversation you haven't had with somebody in a while or just feeling a little bit a little bit better so that's the one thing that facebook still maintains that it did right so good for them yeah, yeah i agree thank you. and other than that um i went out to dinner what did you do for father's day did the kids take you out no, so my son wanted to take me out, but he had to work. And I got back from Lake George yesterday. Oh, yeah, you went to Lake George. Yeah, probably around 11 o'clock. So but You guys look nice out there. You got a beautiful oh, wife, beautiful. man. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah man. Thank it's you. tough yeah. dating a beautiful woman like that because you can't leave him nowhere. Listen. You know, God forbid you got to take a piss. You, you got to talk to her for like 10 minutes. Stay here. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> you married me for my looks, my friend. Thank God. They're like, look, look at the ledge. Look, she's got an ogre for a bodyguard. It's okay. I'll take it. Um, but uh, yeah, so I got back home and then my son wanted to take me to dinner, but um, he had to go to work. So I told him, I said, rain check will go during the week. It'll be better. We like to go our places outback. We like to go to outback, me and my son. Yeah. So he's going to take me to outback to my kids took me to uh, Kikladis, which is a Greek restaurant. But oh, they took Malaka. me to the yeah. They they. What'd you say? Malaka. <laughs> <laughs> well, this one is on Bell Boulevard. We used to go. Well, I, I've been to the one in the story often, and the one in the story, the original one, was uh, really that was the best Greek food, uh, Mediterranean food you'll ever get in your life. It was just unbelievable, and used to sit so close to each other, like. You know, like if you wanted to, like you know, grab your soda, you'd be in the other person's table. Like that's how packed this little place was. I didn't even know where they kept the food, man. It was just, and that's one thing about New York City is when the food is really good, you could put it in a hole in a wall, you know, and people will come. And that's really right. what it was. And then word got out, so now they build an. They have a nicer place in Astoria. They have a place in Manhattan now. And they also have a place on Bell Boulevard. We went to the one on Bell Boulevard, and um, I'm still full, man. I'm I'm telling you, man. I... It's like eating. Listen, you got the best of both worlds, right? Because then you eat Dominican food, you eat mangu, queso frito, you get tres golpes in the morning. You don't yeah. gotta eat three days. Oh, it's forget crazy. it. Oh, oh yeah. what do you call it? Tres golpes. Tres golpes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That Dominican breakfast is something else, man. For those of you who don't know, a Dominican breakfast consists of uh, mangu, which is smashed up. Uh, the green, the smashed up green platano, the one that's not sweet. And, um, you know, there's onions and garlic involved and some uh, olive oil with that. And then you get some uh, either eggs, depending on how you want them, fried or scrambled. And then it comes um, some sausage or sachicha. We love sausage. And then there's the white cheese. 
and that fried cheese is like to die for. Oh. And um, I'm missing something else. What's the last one? Over red there? onions. Red onions. Yeah, red, red onions. Yeah, oh. but it's the mangu, the eggs, mangu, the sausage, yes. and the cheese, and the cheese. Yeah. You, you shouldn't, you really shouldn't have toast with that, man. I mean, unless no, you're, no, 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 no. You get you it. You want to go into a comatose. You get it. You don't have to eat for like three days, and you won't shit for a week because you get nice and bound up. It's uh, yeah, the food though in Kikladis, man, is like unbelievable, man. And you know, you. go ahead. So I, I used to work with a Dominican, uh, a Dominican kid. And one of the worst buildings in the foray, his parents lived there. Mm -hmm. so we would go on Saturday mornings. We would go into this building. It was called the Plaza. It was in Honeywell. We would go to uh, the Plaza, and his mother would make us tres corcas in the morning. Uh -huh. Mori soñando. You ever had mori soñando? Was that bl uh, blood sausage? No, that's the um, the drink that it's like orange and, and oh yeah 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 yeah. Mori soñando. <laughs> it means uh, die dreaming in, in in English. Oh my. It was phenomenal. Unless you want to go back to bed, I can't see why you'd have a, a breakfast like that. You know, unless you have plan, the immediate plan is to go back we would, and we would bed. eat breakfast, and then we would do a vertical in the building and lock up six people, and then go into the house. Yeah, we used to do the uh, Dominican breakfast um, on Sundays when we mm. worked Sunday mornings. We used to drive up to the Heights. You never worked yeah. Sundays. You had yeah. your Sunday Mondays. You skirt. No, when I was in the. When I was in Warrens, maybe it was days that I picked up uh, an RDO overtime, but I, I remember distinctly going on the weekends with a couple of guys getting Dominican before we started doing hits on Sunday. Can you imagine that? That's right. Yep. So, yeah, we went to Kikladis, and, um, you know, it's it's a little pricey. And my, my kids were like, oh, we got this, Dad. Nice. And I was like, oh. I was like, I've been waiting for you to say that for <laughs> 10 years, man. <laughs> no, my son's 25. My daughter's 22. So, Oh, so the child support finished. So they're actually paying with their own money. That's good. Yeah, yeah. They're, uh, they're working, both of them. So it was a beautiful oh, thing. Yeah, and my son got me tickets to a Met game. So um, that uh, it's, uh, it's a great. And today, today, you know, what did I do today, man? I got my. I almost. We almost didn't have a show because my Wi-Fi was out. You know what they do? They. I wanted to upgrade my uh, my internet, so make it faster, right? So they send you uh, a high speed router and a new modem, and it's just easy to install. Well, nothing could be further from the truth. Not Even the guy who came today, he goes, "Nah, nah, we always got to go." I'm like, "Why would you do that to people? Like, like I'm just a sure coincidence that you happen to hook it up." So I didn't have any type of internet for the since Friday. So I waited till today, and finally the guy showed up, and he was nice, and he hooked it up. So, and then I went to the gym. How did you get on OnlyFans with no um, internet all week? No, I wasn't on OnlyFans. I don't do that, man. There's so much free porn. I don't even understand OnlyFans. Really? Are you kidding me right now? You're gonna pay for to see somebody naked? Oh, oh. Yeah. And plus, I'm old school. I could go up based off of memory. I got mental Polaroids for days. Just bring up the old Cosmopolitan magazines and go to the back three pages, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's it, man. So I went to the gym today. I feel good. I went swimming. Good stuff. Good stuff. I work out at uh, an LA Fitness, which is in the Bronx, and um, that's a funny thing because when you think of LA Fitness, you think of you know you think of LA Beverly Hills. This is this no, this is more like LA Compton. Compton, LA <laughs> gym. When you walk into my gym and you walk onto the weight floor, it looks like every prison yard where they exercise in the movies. And Quentin. It's exactly what it looks like. Everybody's in shape. It's it's uh it's mostly people of color. And uh, there is there there are plenty of white people there, but they work out in their own set. You know, they have their own side of the gym. Yeah, they're in a different uh, part of the yard, right? And if they yeah, if they want to use the squat rack, there's like a there's like a meeting between the two the two guy the lead guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, come in ten, you know, ten minutes. There's a lot of Dominicans in there too, and I'm you know, some, I'm some, of, some of these Dominicans are big, bro. And I'm Dominican too, oh, yeah. so uh, I see it. The Platanos do it, man. Yo, I saw this dude today, Dominican dude, big guy. He was squat. He squatted five plates on each side. Mm. 
in sandals. He squatted five plates in sandals and white socks. <laughs> he had socks on. He's not fucking the movie. <laughs> sandals, the beach sandals, and, and white socks doing five plates. And a shirt, and a shirt that was ten times too small. Yeah, but it's cool, man. I mean, you go to the juice bar; they got piraguas there, protein piraguas. <laughs> and for the for, you, for those of you who don't know you, what a piragua is, that's a piragua right there. That is a piragua right there. Um, they sell them. And, uh, that's, it, oh, there we go. Yeah, baby. So many different flavors. It's shaved ice. Yeah, there it goes. That's and what it looks like. It. It's a it's a Puerto Rican slushy. Oh, let me tell you something. And then go back to the guy. Yeah, this guy. So that guy probably had a sweaty, nasty, disgusting towel around his neck. So what he would do is, and we never realized this as a kid, he would take the towel from his neck and throw it on the sheet of ice, on the uh, cube of ice. The yeah. big block of ice to keep the rag cool. And then whenever yeah. he was serving a kid a piragua, he would take that rag off and put it around his sweaty, disgusting, dingy neck. And then he would scrape and smile and give you a piragua. So yeah, uh, that's why we all survived COVID because we drank out of high that, Yeah, that towel, that towel, that white towel that they used to put over that ice, man. That present- <laughs> And they, what they do is they go like this. They, they have this... Uh, it's a silver thing, and it shaves the ice, and that's how they make the piraguas. And it's um, in my gym, they put a little protein in there, a little oh, yeah. whey protein. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's neck, great. Neck protein. Yeah. The one good thing about my gym um, is that it's got an outdoor shooting range. <laughs> no, it does. It it has a shooting range outdoor. When you leave the gym, right outside, it, it's called the Bronx. Anywhere you go in the Bronx, the whole borough. <laughs> the whole borough's a shooting range. Yeah, <laughs> and you know this, cra- but the thing is, you're in the Bronx. There's crazy people there. Like I'm in the sauna, and there's a, like there's a rules to the sauna. You know, the first rule is you have to be uh, either in a towel or shorts. That's it. There's no electronic equipment. There's no excessive moving or working out in there. And you go in there, and there's this dude. He's fully clothed with his earbuds on. He's He's shadow boxing like he's getting ready for like the main event, but you know he's not because he, he's his shadow boxing they've been good. Yeah. Um, and you know, I'm just trying to do my breathing exercises. The two guys next door to me, they're just trying to blow each other. And we're fucking scared right now because <laughs> we don't know when this maniac is gonna flip out and start trying to hit us. <laughs> oh my god. You didn't have your ankle holster on? <laughs> no. And you know what's funny, too, is a, a lot of Spanish people uh, in the gym, and they love they love plastic surgery. Yeah. Even the dudes, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, there's at least two, possibly three dudes in the gym with ass implants. I'm talking about butt implants. You know what I'm, I'm a- talking about? I'm not, yo, I'm like, perfect. I'm like, yeah. wow. Unbelievable. Forget about the girls. Yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about even the dudes are getting this stuff done. It's yeah. crazy. I think I might do it. I've never had an ass. I always wanted to curious about that thing where they could suck the fat out of your sides, you know, your love handles, and maybe just just transfer it down to your ass. Well, I have a rare disease called no ass at all. So yeah, me too. I got that. Yeah, that's in our. I, I guess maybe that comes with the height. Yeah, it's true. We just got a back. That's it. Yeah, that's you it. had a couple of stories here. Let me see. Before we go to the stories, let's go back to the chat and see what these people are thinking. Yeah. They're, they're having their own little party here. Yeah, I know. I feel like we've been gone for too long. Just chatting away. I'm getting hungry now. Anne Marie says, hey, Mark. Uh, what else we got? Any any questions out there? Did you have a good time in Lake George, Angel? Yes, I did. It was fantastic. We had a good, It was a little cold. Um, the dogs, we took the dogs with us because we've become those people. And they couldn't get in the lake because it was too damn cold. But we did have a good time. We definitely did have a good time. Antonio says, I was wa- I was waiting for this story, Mark. Which story is that? I, I just said three okay. stories. I'm curious to know which one he was waiting for. It was a story about you uh, getting free porn. And all that nah, man. I ain't getting that. Why? I don't understand. Like, this only how do they make a dollar? Unless you know the person. Like, the only way I can think about it is, for example, there's some female comics that have OnlyFans. I've heard. And it's curious to see. Oh, let's, I know her personally. Let's go see what she looks like naked. But then again, it's like, ah, eh. <laughs> you get disappointed. Listen, 
There's a there's a female cop from Live PD. I mm-hmm. forgot her name. She's a, she was a little bit on the big side. She was a, a she was a strong woman, a Mexican girl. She God. quit the police department and she started an OnlyFans. Oh my God! Yeah, from Live PD. I forget her name. She actually follows me on Twitter. Um, nice girl, but she got an OnlyFans and now she's making her money on OnlyFans. You know, I mean, if that's your thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's uh, I can't imagine how much longer it's going to last because here's the thing. It's like, you know, Blockbuster was a thing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's it went away. You yeah. know, you got OnlyFans tomorrow. Is, you know, you, you quit a, a job with a 20-year pension. And all right, you make a couple of hundred thousand dollars a year for a couple of years. But you never know when it's going to take go away. And look at what just happened with OnlyFans a couple of months ago where they decided that they were going to take away the filth. And then they realized, uh, duh, 99% of what we do on here is filth. <laughs> By the way, make it even... spe- I'm sorry. Speaking of a live PD, it's coming back. It's a different name and it's going to be on the reels channel. I believe it's, it's all going to come back, man. We went through a freaking weird, weird thing. Look at this right now. I just want to show you three stories back to back, which by the way, I didn't really do a lot of research on, but I just <laughs> noticed the, the common thread to it. So here's one. Uh, removed and disqualified Soros-funded London County prosecutor moved from a criminal case. So, say, so this lady right here, she was the prosecutor. The judge already knew that he wasn't. she wasn't going to do anything with her. So he just disqualified her from the case. Beautiful. And he moved it to another, uh, I guess, more conservative county. Uh, so that was that's one way, I guess, a creative way to get rid of these people until they get recalled. Here's another one. The Texas triple threat leads Hispanic voters seismic shift towards GOP. Yeah. Um, Garcia Flores de la Cruz for Congress. That's right. So these are three women right here. Flores, uh, she had the endorsement from Trump. And also, I think uh, Elon Musk is a big fan. (laughs) He let her know. Yeah. Everybody's after her right now. She's like... She's like the fresh fish in the police department. You know, when a hot girl gets to the, she comes out of the academy, sergeants are looking, but they have to look over their shoulder for the lieutenant. She'd be driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's got to be my driver. This is the third one out of the thread. Swimming governing body bans males who have undergone puberty from competing as women. This is in regards to the Leah Thomas situation. She was, uh, um, a swimmer who was biologically a male a couple of years ago and um, not really doing that great as a male swimmer. So, but she's kicking ass as a female though. (laughs) So now they finally stepped in. So those are three stories right now of things that have gone woke and like they say, have gone broke. Did you see, uh, did you see Chappelle's bit about, uh, He's like, there's only two genders, and he says, if if you give LeBron James, if you if he decides yeah, to yeah. win when he retires, he join yeah. the WNBA and score 865 points. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know man. what? You you uh, you brought some stories to the table tonight, so let's start off with this one because this is the funniest thing about the stories. I said I said to Angel before we did the show, I said, ah, let's just keep it light tonight. You know, it's my birthday. I'm probably going to be drinking during the episode. I don't really want to fucking like start feeling bad and stuff so this is the first thing he sent me mass shooting in harlem mass shooting in harlem leaves one dead as bloody father's day night sees at least 20 shot in new york city well what happened man i wasn't really paying attention last so, night so they were out uh celebrating juneteenth apparently and they were um in a park i think it was riverside park and um the one person who got killed was this poor kid darius lee um, he is a college basketball player. He was set to graduate in December with his bachelor's degree from Houston Baptist University. He was athlete of the year at the school, 21 years old, never hung out, never did anything. He was on break. So he came home to visit his family. He stayed out and he gets killed by these savages. This poor kid, um, for all accounts, he was a great kid. Um, his coach said he was destined for the NBA and he gets killed in this gang shooting they got re- they recovered one gun. Uh, they have one shooter in custody, and they think that there's multiple other shooters. And not one of them was white. Not one victim. Not one perp. Yeah, it's a hard. Uh, th- those type of stories they just break your heart because you know, like whenever I hear uh, um, somebody who's in college and they got away from the neighborhood, I'm like, why are you coming home, man? 
it's it sucks. They man. probably don't even want to, but they kind of sort of have to, unless the school like I guess leads them. How, how are you going to stay there all summer? Listen, you know these, you got to these these uh, uh, Juneteenth celebrations when they fall on the weekends. They're going to turn into uh, they're going to they're going to rival the Jover uh, festivals and the um, West Indian Day Parade pre parties um as far as shootings go that's what's gonna end up happening is you're gonna have all these people in one place um and there's gonna be rival gang members there's gonna be rival sets there's gonna be rival neighborhoods and unfortunately the, the people who get killed nine times out of ten are the innocent bystanders who don't deserve it this is a heartbreaking i mean my daughter's 23 you know my son is 19 you know my oldest is 20 i mean you have what are these kids? What is his parents? What are his parents going to do? I mean, it's a really heartbreaking story. Yeah, I mean, I, I see. For me, like the this whole Juneteenth thing has caught me. Like it, it, to me, it's like I heard about it for the first time last year, and now all of a sudden, I, I realize that the federal government has made it like a holiday, but then the states can pick and choose what they consider a holiday. So there's only like I don't know, maybe twelve, fifteen states that. You can take the day off from work for it. I don't know if you still get paid. I don't really know what the whole yeah, thing do. about it is. Yeah, you do. Yeah. But yeah, so but I don't know why we got to turn it into something where there's going to be violence attached to it. Um, you would think it'd be a, like a celebration. Uh, who knows, man? But I, my heart goes out to that family. And then you send me this one too. Eric Adams gives unvaccinated New York City workers shot to get their job back. Um, just by the way it's written in this New York Post article, it looks like there's a, a, a strings attached to it. What are they? So he's giving them 12 days to get their first shot, and he's giving them until August 15th, I believe, to be scheduled. They have to schedule their second jab up until August 15th if they don't do that. So he said these are the ones that have been fired already. So he said if they get it, he'll give them, he'll let them come back. And he'll give them their rank back or their title and their pay and everything. Like, no back pay, just that they'll they'll pick up from where they left off. And listen, um, again, there are there are six thousand total city workers to include the NYPD, FDNY, sanitation, you name it, right? Parks and Rec, whatever, that are waiting for their decisions to come down as far as their appeals go, whether it be from religious purposes, uh, my body, my choice, right? Everybody wants to jump on that bandwagon, or whatever the case may be, right? Um, they're all getting denied. Um, they, he's, we, we touched on this last episode. There are 2,800 NYPD <clears throat> members of the service that are set to retire on June 30th. Um, you have another about 2,000 NYPD officers that are waiting decisions on their appeals. And they're all going to get fired. They're all going to lose their jobs. And my wife brought up an interesting point. She was like, well, why isn't anybody asking why he's doing this? And I said, well, you know why? His answer is going to be because he's trying to save them from COVID. That's going to be his answer. Um, he doesn't have a good reason for this. If, if the cops were good enough to run around in masks during the height of the pandemic and risk their lives and go in and get bodies and do everything they were going to do with their masks on and hazmat suits, why can't they do it now? It, only, it strikes me as um, just something like you're going to listen to us no matter what. We can't let you come back just because of the fact that you didn't obey us. So you're proving that if you don't obey what we say, then at some point you can still get away with it, which there's millions of people in this country that are caught up in the legal system that are experiencing the same thing. They go through it and they get another chance. They get another chance. They get another chance. There's no repercussions for anything that they do. But yeah. for some reason, um, even now that COVID is down to basically a, a day, maybe two days right. of a cold, mm -hmm. Um, that you you would lose your job is absurd. It's just a power trip, man. There's nothing more. I can't see anything more to it. They're begging these people to stay. They want them to stay because they're losing cops every single day, 25 a day. You know, the last class that was in that's eligible for retirement right now was like 3,000. Yeah. You it's, know what I'm saying? And there's 25 leaving a day. <clears throat> the city's burning. Um, Bill Ryan brings up a point, uh, a good point in the uh, chat, right? Of course, all these shootings with legally possessed handguns, right? Yeah, he's being facetious. Why? Because it's true. <laughs> good job. It's true, right? So 
what happened in Buffalo was a horrible tragedy. What happened in Uvalde was a horrible tragedy. Obviously, right? These things, they were they were legally possessed weapons. Now everybody gets on their soapbox and the grandstand and they're sending $50 million to the city of Buffalo because of what happened over there. I don't know for what. I don't know if $50 million is going to do. It's certainly not going to bring back those poor people that were killed by the racist savage. But um, the guns, all these shootings that happen every weekend in every ghetto across this country are committed by illegally possessed handguns, right? And they're committed by, sorry, black and Hispanic people, right? Nine times out of 10. Nobody gets on their soapbox. Biden didn't stop today. Kamala Harris, when she spoke about Juneteenth, didn't stop and say, we got to stop killing each other. We got to stop this violence. It's never going to stop. The only way they're going to stop this, and I put this on my Instagram and my Twitter the other day, if you take these people and you give them a mandatory 25 years in federal prison for possession of an illegal firearm, that's the only way it might, we might make a dent in this. If We got to hold these people accountable. We can't leave it up to the judges to, to give out their sentencing, right? Because we got rogue judges that give them two years when they deserve 15. We can't leave it to, the, to these rogue DAs or these liberal district attorneys. We got to go federal and it has to be mandatory minimum of 25 years in prison. Boom. That's it. Seth. I will. Yeah, man. I sure. That sounds like a great idea. I back it 100%. I just don't know, man. I mean, I don't think that um, that's that's not what uh, our current administration is is planning on doing. <laughs> yeah. Antonio, you know, five years is not going to cut it because five years is what they face now and they never dole it out. So, Well, we had a one-year mandatory sentence in New York if you had caught with an illegal firearm, but the thing is they can't do it because they don't want to put anybody in jail anymore. They don't want to I don't know what they're doing with the money. Um, I guess they're hiring. I don't know what they're doing, but the money that we pay for in taxes for social services is not going into the right places because I still see homeless people. I still see people, um, you know, crazy people that need to be put away mentally, and they're still out there. There was a lady that they interviewed uh, in regards to the shooting where Darius Lee was killed, that young college basketball player. Um, and they interviewed a lady who lived across the street from the park. And they asked her, one of the reporters told her, well, what do you think is the solution? And she said, we have to let the cops do their job and bring back stop, question, and frisk. And mm. the reporter was like, really? And this was a black woman. And she lives in Harlem, right across the street mm -hmm. from the park. And the reporter was like, really? You think that's going to help? And she was like, yes, because they don't have any fear. They walk around with guns and they're not afraid because they know the cops are not going to search them. She said, bring back stop, question. This was a woman in the community. Mm -hmm. A black woman, and she said, "Bring back stop question." And I posted that the other day too on my Instagram, mm -hmm. my Twitter. Bring back stop question and frisk. Just because the yeah. violence. Uh, yeah, you know what's funny though is just that you're not the only person that's saying that, and it's the thing is starting to bubble up again. That you know, um, Giuliani's son is running on that platform. Yep. I don't know what his name is. His, what's his name? Andrew. Andrew Giuliani. Mm -hmm. um, they asked him that during the debate between the other two, I guess, Republican candidates for the primary. And he said, what would you do? He said, I'd bring back stop, question, and frisk. So this is something that's bubbling up. It's coming back to the surface. And it's just a matter of time. I just showed you three stories in a row of this gone woke shit that didn't work out. And they, the, uh, wherever, and these are different states in the country that people realize and they're fed up with it. So it, it's coming, man. Whatever they try to do, it didn't work. They had their moment. Uh, but decent woke thing that's not working. No, people want to live, man. They don't want to die. They don't want their kids to die. What is this one? Um, watch. Thief catches fire while attempting to steal gas from truck in Utah. Um, apparently, there's a lot of, uh, you know, people siphoning gas or stealing Cataleo converters. And this particular person, you know, the video wasn't that great. That's why I didn't add it. Like, I really wanted to see the person on fire. And it's just like a small little tumbleweed of fire. Like, he, the guy was smart enough to stop and roll. Um, but yeah, he was he was siphoning gas from a truck, and um, he got set on fire. So oh, yeah, yeah. I, I I probably I, I didn't um, I shouldn't have added that. But this is an interesting story to me. A flash star, Ezra Miller, hit with temporary protection order by family of a 12 year old in Massachusetts. He is um, he's he plays the Flash. I think it's in the DC comic movies. I know because there's another Flash. It's in. It's on the. It's it's the TV show Flash, not the. Not okay, the because whichever whichever Flash this one is is very like provocative. They're really going after the woke. You can see he's wearing lipstick. Yeah. 
This guy's really completely out there. Uh, the parents of the 12 year old in Massachusetts said that he was uh, giving their son's gifts uh, at 12 years old, showing up the house, hanging out. And they're like, doesn't this guy have Hollywood shit to do? You know, let me, um, he, this fucking guy's always around. Yeah. And, um, and then he had another case with an 18 year old. He's the movie one, according to Kathy, Kathy Bates. Yeah. And he, he has another, is this it? No. Okay. So he has another situation with a, with a kid who turned 18 now. Um, and then he's also has two wanted for in, 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 um, in Hawaii. This kid's burning up a lot of, um, let me ask you a question. Uh huh. Didn't Michael Jackson do the same shit? Right? Wasn't he surrounding himself constantly with little kids and everybody thought it was the greatest thing in the world? Yeah, but you know, Michael Jackson gave us uh, a whole it's a history of music that you'll never be able to compete with. So those kids this guy, he's in the flesh. <laughs> I'm just so, saying. But <laughs> there's a little there's a little bit of a difference in the balance there. I don't know who this guy is, but we're also trying to curtail it. We don't want to see it happen again. And it's happening right in front of our eyes blatantly. This poor family has to deal with this guy who keeps showing up at their doorstep with gifts for their kids. And they're like, what is this guy doing here? Get out of here. We don't want you here. So yeah. they had to go as far as going to court. And um, they got the uh, order of protection, like basically like what they would call like in the middle of the night. So he wasn't asked to come to court and plead or anything or say his case. They just issued it. and, and they, But they can't give it to him because this guy moves around a lot. He's quick. <laughs> Yeah, well, he has to move around, and you know, like he's he's, he's looking. He's got a lot. He's got kids all over the country. He's got to get to. They call him a groomer. That's what he is. Oh, so he's, he's grooming these teenagers. Free. Wait, let's go to the chat for a sec. Right. Um, hold on a second. The jails would never fill up once the word gets out about jail time. The gun toters would cease. Peter Pranzo. Yep, that's the point, right? Um, Anne Marie, there was a shooting right in front of the precinct the other year. The eight one, right? We, I yeah, think we saw that. Yeah, how crazy is that? They don't even know where they are now. They don't care. Now, now we have. Um, let's see. We have. Uh, this is a, a name that I don't recall seeing. Uh, Fremont Pathfinder. Don't cops express expect us to obey the law? I don't know what that's about. What, what is that about? Don't cop expect us. I don't know. Whenever you see like a brand new person in here, you always feel like. I, I mean, listen, yeah, cops do expect you to obey the law to answer your question. I hope that answered your question, Fremont Pathfinder. Um, Coffee Girl, I don't want to live. I have a right to live. I'm a black woman as well, and I agree with the stop and frisk and five years if found with illegal, 10 years if you have priors. Okay, I say 25, mandatory. That's it. Whether you're, whether yeah, you but have I know yeah. what you're saying, but it's it's a good thing to go for. But I believe uh, what you are, are uh, in our comment section. I forget who who made that comment, but that's more like what it would be, really. And that would be good enough. I would no. take it. I would take five years, I and I would take ten years with priors. No, I would. We have to um, that you have to pull them out of circulation for a while. So twenty five is good. You got a seventeen year old that goes away for twenty five years. He'll be forty two. Yeah, but you know what though. In a couple of years, they're going to be talking about it like the Rockefeller laws. He got busted. You know, he didn't shoot anybody. He just had the gun on him. Why are you giving him 25 years? It's just like, I think it should be levels. Like if, if the gun is loaded, then, you know, then it's it goes up more. So let's say five years for an unloaded gun, 10 years for a loaded gun, 15 years if you use the gun. If it's a ghost gun, 25 years. That's what I, I would... That's and that's what's and that's what's killing things, right? People want to give people breaks based on the severity of it. Gun, twenty five years. Um, let's get back to Fremont Pathfinder for a second. So I see where he was going. He or she? Why are cops afraid to get vaccinated? Over three billion people worldwide have been vaccinated with no problem. Get the shot. Okay. Number one, um, it's not a law; it's a mandate. Those are two different things. Okay. Um, a mandate set in place by the state. Is not uh, it's not a law. The cops is not a law that they have to get vaccinated. It's a mandate, right, in order to keep their uh, employment. So that's the first thing. The second thing is there are side effects to the vaccine. And um, Fremont. I have a I'm blood clot right now. My right calf that I'm taking blood thinners for. <clears throat> By the way, where, 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 how can I get that? See what that says there? Blood thinner. <coughs> because for no other reason than I took that freaking. Um, that's what's just my theory, but. And body autonomy, right? Everybody, I'm sure Fremont, you're probably um, in line with the my body, my choice, right? So why 
And I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm, Me neither. I'm I got the booster. And I have the booster. But some people don't want it. And listen, they could be Jehovah Witnesses. They could be Muslims. They could be Catholics. They may not want it because of that, right? Body autonomy. So to answer your question, Fremont, um, I see where you were going with this, but... But there's also plenty of people in the health in, in the health um, field that also don't want to get vaccinated. Doctors. I, I saw a guy the other day. He owns... He's part of Big Pharma. Pharma. He got busted with a fake uh, vax card. And there's yeah. so many of these people that are getting vaxxed. Like they got like 38 teachers out in Long Island or 40 teachers that were part of... Uh, they went to get their vax at uh, one of these places that were just giving out the cards. So who knows who's really vaxxed? People don't want to take it. They're scared of needles. That's my theory. Um, but if they don't want to do it, that's their body. If you feel uncomfortable, wear the freaking mask. It's, it's it. Stay body. home. Yep, my body, my choice. Do you know what I'm saying? Right, we're right now. We're down to basically a cold that lasts two days. Yep. If yep. you're in any type of reasonable shape, and if I'm vaccinated and I get the uh, um, I, I get the COVID, I could still give it to other people. So what is the point? Yeah. Why not let just my freaking my natural immunity work on it? And other people who want to get the vaccinations, get, get them. It should be whatever knock you want to do. Right. Knock yourselves out doesn't matter. My body, my choice, right? My body, my choice. All right, let's go to this story. Um, 2X Mizzou fraternity brothers charged with felonies after a hazing incident left pledge blind paralyzed. Uh, Daniel Santuli was left blind and unable to speak or walk after a hazing incident. That's him. A young, handsome, beautiful kid. He was in this uh, Missouri school and um, Mizzou and um, University of Missouri and he was trying to get to be part of a frat. And this story touches me because my son was in a frat and my daughter was in a sorority. They did the college thing and they had the best time of their whole life. But I remember going up to see my my son in his frat house. And I remember, you know, like him telling me, oh, I I got drunk one night over there. And I was like, so like, I felt like I didn't do my job properly as a parent because I should have known what was going on over there. Not that you can't get drunk, but um, their, their hazing was... If you look at what these kids made this boy do, and he wasn't a quitter, by the way. He he wanted to see it through. He called up crying to his family, by the way, but he wasn't going to quit. You know, they put him in a uh, – he had to go into a garbage bag that was full of broken glass. They made him fill, finish a whole bottle of vodka. Like a, like a, his blood was like at 4.39 or something like that. They left him on the couch without medical attention, even though he was going into like – Basically, cardiac cardiac arrest. So it was just so sickening. Like, I don't understand. And that's the problem with these frats is like, if you go to a university, they'll have the ones that are sanctioned by the university. Um, And those you can't drink in them. My daughter was in a sorority where it was sanctioned by the university. It's a national. So, um, you know, you can't drink in there. But my son was an outside one. Mm. And those aren't really governed or anything. You live at an outside house. You go to the school. They don't want to know nothing about it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, But for these parents, man, I feel so, so bad for them because you send your kid away to college. You wish for the best. And and then it's just kids out there, man. I have a good friend of mine who um, uh, his son went uh, away to college and um, his freshman year, and it was like his first week at school, and he got some bad drugs and he ended up dying. I mean, wow. he died. I mean, how do you send your kid to school? And and listen, this guy is a, is a fantastic, phenomenal person. Uh, his son came to my house, you know, swam in my pool. Good kid. You know, bad decision, right? Um, uh, these kids, you can't be with your kids 24-7. And his son, you know, got some bad, I believe it was weed, and he died. I mean... How do you like? How do you reason that in your brain? I just don't. It's, it's a chance you have to take as a parent, and you hope you never get that news. Um, my heart goes out to those people. Girl Friday, I'm with both of you on this. I have known people with blood clot strokes, heart issues, and said they they'll never again. I like I said, I have a blood clot in my right calf. I'm on blood thinners for a month and a half now. Um, the doctors ask me, "Have you been on a plane?" For no. Did you take a long car ride? No. Do you sit down extensively? No. Then they're both looking at each other like, 
well, we don't have an answer for you, but you do have a blood clot in your right calf, so we're going to put you on blood thinners. The only thing is, three and a half months ago, I took my booster shot, and something happened. So that's that's my what I'm going with. I'm never getting another one. I don't care what happens. Um, I did it. I did what I was supposed to do. Uh, apparently, there doesn't seem to be an end to it. Now they realize that um, people aren't going to be getting it if they don't want it. So rather than keep pushing it, now they're going for the people who are using it, their kids. Yeah. And they're telling you from one to six months to get vaccinated. For what? That's where you build up your own immune system. Right. Right. That's exactly. where you fight off colds. I know these kids are like uh, petri dishes. You know, when they go to school, they come home with everything. Oh but that's God. how they every day they're sick. I know, but that's what kids go through to build up an immunity system. Yeah, yeah. You put your kid in daycare, they're coming back with a cold once a week. They're coming back with something because they're all snotty. They all have mucus. They dip their same hands in a cookie jar. They're sneezing all over each other. They're putting the Legos in their mouths. They, this is what I mean. My son especially not my daughter as much my son used to have like a runny nose for like the first <laughs> years of his life every day <laughs> yeah. he always had mucus <laughs> coming down his nose. I mean, you know? <laughs> but those, those were the cool hey, remember that there was always a kid like that like always had a boy. my <laughs> son that was recent <laughs> let's see what we got here uh, oh this is an interesting story too six people hurt three critically after taxi jumps manhattan curb if you yeah. uh, if you don't live in New York City, Manhattan has um, has allowed bicycles to take over the city as well as scooters that go 40, 50 miles an hour. Well, not 50, but 30, 40 miles an hour. Um, electronic bikes. And you name it, it's a free-for-all. And in the middle of this, you have a taxi driver who's trying to probably make a right turn. That's what they said. And these people in the bike lanes, um, even though you got the green light, they have a green light. It's so, so hard. It's I was talking to this lady and, um, you know, and she was, you know, she's an older lady. She's probably in her 70s. But she says, I can't drive in the city anymore because I'm scared of the bikes. Oh. Um, they just you can't make a left turn or a right turn because, you know, the bikes are coming. They, you know, they don't stop. They, they expect you to wait. It's just the whole thing wasn't thought out properly, and people are getting hit every day. This this car, this cab driver lost control after trying to probably swerve away from hitting the guy in the bike, and then he went up on the sidewalk. Yeah, and he hit some people. He pinned them against the wall there, Horrible. and uh, it's just it's an everyday occurrence. Somebody getting hit, and then we also have this problem with. People on dirt bikes um, and quads, they seem to take over the city at some point. And then there's the people on bicycles who want to take over the city and they don't even go in the bike lane anymore. They just there's a hundred of them, maybe 200 of them, and they just take over the whole street. And I don't know what, what they're getting out of it, empowerment, but they just, you know, it's just it's just, this is this chaos. There's a whole subculture of these people on their bikes. There's a whole subculture of them. If you go on Twitter, um, literally, there's a whole subculture. They hate the police. They say that police constantly park in the uh, bike lanes. They hate uh, taxis. They say they constantly open up their doors on purpose to hit them. They hate pedestrians. It's a whole subculture. Listen, I'm not saying everybody who rides a bike in the city mm -hmm. is a prick, right? It's not what I'm saying. But there's a whole subculture where they foster this mindset of it's us against everybody who drives a motor vehicle or is on foot and they're in, they're, they're insane so, you know ironically those are the same people that are ordering every single thing you can possibly imagine from amazon and how do you think it gets there it gets there by trucks and these trucks park now uh strategically you know uh, two three blocks away from each other and they take care of a two or three block radius so um you know, if you want your products and all this nonsense that you order, there's going to be cars in the city. There's going to be traffic, vehicle traffic. You can't cut it out. That's Nobody's coming on your bike, on a bike to deliver your shampoo. I right. mean, after the fact they are, but... I don't um, need shampoo, but just... Yeah. Deliver. All right, we're almost closing time here. This is another interesting story. Jennifer Lopez introduces teen daughter as they and them... At an event. So first of all, the little one that's up there on the screen right now and the one walking with her, those are her, that's one of her daughters. 
That's their daughter. That's and, the uh, oh, is it, didn't they have twin daughters? Her and um, yeah, they're twins, but there was a boy and a girl. Okay, well, they're singing with her now in Iraq. They're like the new Osmonds, I guess. And uh, <laughs> well, the mother can't sing, and neither can the fucking kids. Yeah. Well, okay, but <laughs> she's still bringing them up on stage. But here's the curious thing about it: I don't really see what she did wrong because this is the actual verbiage of what she said when she introduced them. She said, "The last time we performed together was." in a big stadium like this, and I ask them to sing with me all the time, and they won't, Lopez. So this is a very special occasion. They are very, very big. Oh, you know what the problem is? So she's referring to the one problem. child as they. Yeah. She's, yeah. Them. she's saying her daughter. Instead of it's saying so confusing, she, isn't it? No, it's not. It's, it's almost like a mental patient talking to you. It's like, what are you saying? How can they be they? It's one it's, person, damn it. These are, these are the, this is the woke shit, right? This is, if, Jennifer Lopez is Puerto Rican. If, First of all, that's why she's never fucking Jenny from the Bronx, by the way. Jennifer Lopez. You can make a song, Jenny from the Block, but you're not from the Block, if you can say stupid shit like that. When right. Jennifer Lopez was 10 years old, if she went to her mother and said she wanted her to call her they, they them, or there, her mother would have took a chancla off or took the belt or maybe the uh, freaking extension cord and whipped her ass and told her, stop with the poca vergüenza, and she would have snapped out of it. Now, everybody is allowing these kids to make their own decisions with what they want to do with their bodies at the age of 10 and to identify as whatever the fuck they want to identify. Sorry. And this is this is the result. Now, all this... Okay, let me ask you a question. Let's just say it's not Jennifer Lopez who wants to do this, but her daughter saying, if you want me to do it, I'll only do it if you refer to me as they. Okay, then yeah. what? Then goodbye. Go to go to your room. Leave go your get phone. your own. Go get your own manager. Because <laughs> yeah, because the kid can't sing and neither can her mother. They both suck. I didn't. I didn't hear the kid sing. The kid so, can't sing. Sorry. I've, I've heard plenty of her songs. And this video of her with some pink pants on, with a baseball cap, singing with her mother, and they both suck. So there you go. They both suck. Uh, yeah, yeah. Now it all makes sense because I'm reading the thing. I'm like, it doesn't sound that bad. But if you're only talking about one person, it's very confusing because they, and it's only one kid. Because so I'm you, like, you're using you're using the pronouns wrong. You can't say she. You can't. You can't. You can't. Well, we could. We're doing it right now. Thank God from thank God America. We're freedom of yeah. speech. Anne Marie, they want to talk about it's kindergarten. Well, oh, Gina G, Mark and Angel, always a good show with what's going on, and the laughs are needed too. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Gina G. Thanks, Gina. Uh, Little Mermaid Louisa, yeah, never liked her music or her acting. She sings okay, according to Paul Mignot. She sings okay. I hope you're talking about J-Lo because the kid sucks. Um, she does She does have a high pitch about her. Yeah. Uh, let's see. But, you know, the whole thing, I remember when Jenny from the Block, the, the song came out, and people were ripping her because she wasn't really, like, even though she was lived in the Bronx, whatever, she was almost like an AOC in a way. It's like... You know, claiming it um, like a rhino, Republican in name only, like a, a ghetto in name only, a gino. You know, you're not, you're not, a, you went to Catholic school, whatever. And listen, I'm not saying that it has a value. I'm not saying it has a value, but you can't say I'm Jenny from the block and then come back and say they when you're talking to one of your kids. Because Super. you're not, okay, you're not the same person anymore. Get the belt out and beat that shit out of your kid. That's it. Stop it. Listen, if, if she was 19 and she decided that's what she wanted to be called, completely different story. Mm -hmm. She's 10 or 11, whatever. Listen, my sister's When gay. do you listen I, to I, what I, a kid has sister, to say so much? My sister is a lesbian. My sister mm -hmm. just got married in New Orleans. I say this at Roseum. I do not. I have nothing against the LGBTQ community. Kids doing this shit is stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. Yeah, I have, who doesn't have somebody in their family that's, a, you know, yeah. a, a gay or lesbian? You know, my aunt, God, God bless her, she passed away from coming from breast cancer. She was married. She had a wife. You know what I'm saying? Um, I have more than a few family members who are gay and lesbian. I'm, I, I, I love all people. I have no problem with people. I'm just this. This whole thing is ridiculous. If you were a per, if you grew up your whole life, how do you consciously refer to one person as they? Unless yeah. you lost your freaking mind or unless you just want to be able to communicate with your child and your child's being a freaking asshole, then don't let her sing with you. That's it. Go to your room. Your Take phone. her cell phone away. She's That's 12 it. years old. Take her cell phone away.
Yep. You can yep. do that. You're allowed to take stuff away. I would but say you know we are taking your cell phone away. <laughs> <laughs> we we are doing it. All right. Anyway, we're at, we're at uh, we're at the end of the show here. Uh, oh. You got any parting words? This this one was the fastest episode ever. No, listen. Um, Let's say goodbye to the people in the chat first, and then we'll yeah. uh, we'll we'll do some parting words. Maui Swift, what does she have to say? Uh, they don't have the brain development to make these sorts of decisions. Right. I'm 55 today, and I don't have the brain right. development to make those type right. of decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's nuts for the day damn stuff, but she's still hot. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. She's not. Yeah, listen. When I listen, when I watch her music videos, I do it on mute. Right. <laughs> They don't have brain. Yeah, uh, children should not be making decisions about sexuality at a young age. Absolutely agreed. Yeah, I think we will. Uh, Mark Anthony can can sing. J Lo can. Yes, Wait, Mark Anthony. Mark Anthony against- is El Cantante. What? Right. That's right. We're going against Tucker, according to Kathy Bates. So let's let's pull the plug. Oh, okay. Okay, everybody, listen. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for the ten dollars super chat from Gina G. Yep. Uh, Milwaukee civilian. Thank you for the twenty dollars super chat. Um, thank you for all the birthday wishes and, uh, we'll be back again next Monday. Thanks. Bendiciones. Thanks for tuning in. Love you guys. Love you guys. Enjoy with Tucker. <laughs> Bye everybody. Adios. Muchachos.